0: Hello and welcome to If Anne Can, a podcast where a middle aged woman searches for the answer to the age old question of what it means to live fully and to create a sense of home. I'm your host, Anne Morgan, and I left my home city of Manchester when I was 18. After an absence of nearly 40 years spent living in numerous other cities and countries, I've returned to Manchester to build a new life and a sense of home. I'm speaking to writers, poets, entrepreneurs, community contributors and activists because I'm curious to discover their story and to share it with you. These stories remind us that there are many possibilities from walking into icy lakes to setting up a show in the Village Hall. Join me every Friday and let a new voice inspire you in your search for home and a full life. After all, if Anne can. Hello and welcome to If Anne Can and my guest today is Mindy Cower. And Mindy is the founder of The M Project, a movement to encourage women to step outside their comfort zones and breathe life into their lives. And especially at a time when they may feel restricted by their circumstances, roles or responsibilities. The M Project is a space for women to connect, inspire each other and have some fun. And Mindy is also a 2022 Enterprise Vision Awards Inspirational Woman of the Year finalist. And Mindy, a warm welcome to the show and huge congratulations on your nomination. To be recognised as an inspiration is a great honour. And especially as the movement that you founded, the M Project, is only one year old Are you surprised by how quickly it's caught people's imaginations and really been an inspiration? Well, first of all, thank you very much for having me on your podcast, Anne. Um, Yes, I am absolutely blown
1: away that in less than a year, I've been nominated as Inspirational Woman of the Year and blown away by the amount of women that are hungry for connection, for experience, and fun. It's grown organically from zero to nearly a thousand women that are part of the movement. And I have visions that this is going to go across the country and we are we are going to gather as many women as possible and show them that we can all breathe life into
0: life. That is a very strong vision. People, I think, expect Movements like this to come out of young entrepreneurs who are hungry to create something, the fact that you've done this in midlife, is that surprising to you or do you think this is the right time? Uh, this is definitely the right time right now. This has come out of, I
1: suppose, a, a rejuvenation, a reinvigoration a reinvention of myself in many ways it's born out of if i just take you back to 2015 my mom uh, at age 65 had a subarachnoid hemorrhage whilst in fact we were we we're all away and she had to be rehabilitated and learn to walk to talk and to eat again and that over that six month period was obviously quite devastating. And then now she's left with vascular dementia and is very childlike. So the mom that I did have obviously has gone. So I've gone through a process of grieving, although she's not actually left the planet. She isn't the person that I knew as my mom. She is the person that just eats, sleeps and repeats. And that's pretty much it. She doesn't have any memory of anything in the short term. So her world became really, really small. And in And in fact, my my world was becoming really small as well. I was lost, obviously grieving and just, I suppose, weighted down by all the responsibilities and really had lost who I was. So I was very fortunately introduced to Emma Wilson um, of Emma Wilson Fitness, who had a mindset, health, nutrition, well-being program that actually helped me and she supported me, got me back on, sort of track in terms of who I I was, but actually, I've actually found, I've stepped into myself, I've actually found who I'm supposed to be. Yes, there was weight loss, but that is less, less relevant and actually growing old as young as possible, as Emma always said, has become more relevant. I've suddenly realized that I am strong. I've become fit. I never used to exercise. And now I, you know, I love exercising. I'm now capable and I have this as you have in your podcast, the I can attitude. So that that attitude and that feeling, you know, within a, within a couple of weeks of nourishing correctly and starting to move, I felt this feeling come over me of joy, of oozing with love and this wanting to try things. And I thought, actually, this is me at 44 at the time, feeling like this. I don't think... Every woman gets to experience this or loses this. So I thought, actually, I need to tell everybody else about this. I need to show them that this is possible to feel like this. And whatever your circumstances are in midlife and beyond, you have an opportunity to feel this joy, this fun, this elation.
0: That's so interesting, all those elements from the very sad experience that you had with your mum's health. And then obviously your own journey of reinvigoration. Really, what's most interesting to me is you're the one that's had to drive this vision. And other people have helped, no doubt. But really, it comes from you and your own motivation. And I just find that fascinating because when you start something on your own, where it's very reliant on you as the motivator, as the one who has to make others, this is this word inspiration, you have to make others feel interested and enthusiastic about joining you on this journey. It's not that you've gone on the journey yourself and you are now feeling better. You're now trying to pass that on to to others. That's very true. In that, I think because I I recognised
1: that I could experience and feel that way, then I thought it was really important that everybody else realised that they could do that too. I got to the point where I'm willing to try things because of how I was feeling and that joy and that ex, you know that experience that I was having. That I was prepared to make myself vulnerable, and in that vulnerability, people trust you because. I was prepared in the first month of beginning with the M Project to do yoga live every day. Now, I'm certainly no yogi, but I was prepared, you know, kindly supported by Andriana, who is the yoga ambassador for, for the M Project. She guided me through it. And every single day I went live and I knew I wasn't, I knew I didn't look like a yogi. I knew, but I wasn't afraid of that vulnerability. And people joined me and they learned to trust that I'm not, Asking anybody to do anything that I won't try myself. Yes, some of it's high adrenaline. I get overexcited and then refer to putting my giddy knickers on and things over things. But then some of it is about education and some of it is about finding time for reading a book, finding time to learn about meditation, finding time to learn about essential oils, all the things that are a toolkit for feeling more able to thrive in midlife and beyond. And that's what I want the end project to feel like and be is there's something for every woman in there. There's something that helps them thrive in the one life that we have, that we're breathing life into that, into that one life. We're breathing life into life. I love joy, you know, I love connection. I love people. I'm a natural host and that's where all of this comes together.
0: And I think when somebody is prepared to give it a go, then it does have this effect of galvanizing others to also have a go. But why do you think so many people need that encouragement? You know, they can't do it themselves. I think I think as we
1: reach midlife, we lose confidence we lose confidence um, because of roles and responsibilities whether that be aging parents it may be children for some people it may be careers as you've mentioned before it's change of location it's you know having to find new people new connections there's so many. you know career there's so many different levels of how we start to lose confidence. And I think a lot of it, particularly in midlife, is to do with our hormone fluctuations. That massively has an impact on how we are able to handle and deal with things. And I think once you, there are so many menopause groups, but it's all about the negatives of menopause and all of that sort of thing, where actually you can embrace it. And this is a period of transformation, but it's a period of transformation to flourish. It doesn't have to be, that we give up on ourselves. And I think a lot of the time that's what's happened. I think age is but a number. I think your attitude to age changes the way you approach things into the future because what I'm doing now, and I'm hopefully encouraging others to do, is to eat well, is to move well, is to have all the different parts of your toolkit which then allow you to flourish and thrive into the next 40 years of your life but we've got so much more to give well I think this is about stepping into ourselves and going actually this is who I'm supposed to be in fact let me be something else for the next 40 years I can go and thrive and enjoy and have fun being a slightly different version of me or even who I was supposed to be in the first place but didn't realize and that's that's the fun now.
0: Well, I love that spark, Mindy, because I think, you know, there's so much negativity uh, spoken about the menopause. And, you know, I'm on the other side of it now. And I'm here to say there is life both during and after. And I think there can be a little bit too much emphasis on the horrific side of the, the menopause, which is not universally experienced, actually, by everybody. You know, some people will sail through it and not everybody. And I absolutely appreciate that. And I think it's more open now. Even a few years ago, it certainly wasn't. So at least people feel freer now to speak about it. But I think there should also be some emphasis on this energy that can come from it, you know, come from that midpoint of life where you're absolutely right. There, there is a future A long future for some people, if you're lucky enough and and you live into old age, then there is a a future that will provide new, exciting experiences.
1: And I think the key thing is we only have one life, and now, whatever length that life is supposed to be, you know, we should inject as much life into that life. We exist, but actually let's breathe something into it and, you know, make it as worthwhile and as enjoyable and joyful as it can be. However, that might be, that might be reading more books that, you know, that might be learning more about essential oils. It doesn't necessarily mean abseiling down Liverpool Cathedral or, you know, some of the other higher adrenaline things that I seem to be drawn towards. But it can be that you're connected with more people and, you know, that enriched sisterhood feeling of being with other women. And, you know, it is as vital, I think, to our existence as as you know, as I said, some of the high adrenaline things I keep finding myself doing.
0: (laughs) Yes, I know you really are high adrenaline. You mentioned all the different things people can do. And I get each of my guests a book. And the book I've chosen for you, Mindy, it's called The Expectation Effect. And it's by David Robson. And it's about how your expectations can transform your life. And if you believe that you could be a champion salsa dancer in your 80s, there's no guarantee that you will be, but your expectation of success is as important as your genes. It's a fascinating book, actually, this expectation effect. And the essential message is things can turn out well if you expect it. And what I particularly love about your project is, is people having goes at things that they might not have expected to do well in and and for me it was the stand up paddle boarding <laughs> which i have absolutely loved but i have grown up with the expectation that i'm clumsy i've got no coordination and i'm not very brave i'm physically not very brave when you put it out there that you were going to facilitate for 12 women to go down to a lake and get up onto a paddleboard. I was thinking, I can't do that. But then I thought, you know what if Mindy can do it <laughs> and and if others can do it, and I won't be alone and you've you mentioned the sisterhood as well, and I thought, do you know what i and i don't I didn't know anybody else that was going to do it, but i thought i I'm going to put my name down for that well, yeah, I, I, well uh, no, you've
1: demonstrated two things one you that you can and do that you are brave because you turned up by yourself, not knowing anybody to stand up on a paddleboard and i have come now at least is it four times and learned how to do jump in and get yourself back out again and you now stood up. And so it just proves that it is your expectations of yourself. I mean, one of the, the, the biggest things that I've noted coming into this period of my life now and this transformation is I was held back through my 20s and my teenage years, childhood probably, by so many limiting beliefs that, you know, because I lack confidence in myself from a very early age And um, I I held back and there's so many things that I grieve for not doing. And it's folly, you know, when I look at 20 somethings and the things they're doing, you know, and thriving on and enjoying. And I think, why didn't I allow myself to do those things? Because my body image that caused me issues and I believed I shouldn't get into a wetsuit, that I shouldn't even go to a festival, that I shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. Because of obviously stepping into myself, I'm still not going to be the Instagram image of what is portrayed in the diet industry of what you should look like. But what I am is who I'm supposed to be genetically. I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm capable, and I can. That's who I'm supposed to be. Body image has the vessel that carries you around. Your soul and your your mind are in there, and that's it doesn't matter. And, but it's a shame it's
0: taken me this long to get there. Of course, it would have been wonderful, Mindy, if we all had the beliefs that we had when we were children, when we'd have a go and fail and have a go again, and and just have that open-mindedness to keep on going. And absolutely, people's life experiences can affect them so negatively. But the fact that you, from a position of sorrow... And grief have actually rebuilt and rejuvenated and I'm having a rip roaring rejuvenation it is an inspiration to us all because there are things that we can all do. And I love especially what you say about physically moving beyond the mental side of it, the movement side of it is such a joy to me that's what's made a big difference to my life over the last year. I've actually now started physically moving more. And from that, I find myself getting some more energy that I can then apply mentally. But watching you move, it is an inspiration, I have to say.
1: Yeah, well, I think the movement the movement part, in terms of whether that be fitness or paddle boarding or whatever, it's all releasing all those lovely hormones all the time. So, I think I'm definitely an oxytocin addict. So, I absolutely love hugging, but I love also the feeling I get from moving and exercising um the endorphins that become slightly addictive, I think. So, yeah. And also, it's not even that, it's the strength or looking after. It's what's really important is obviously we have a decline in bone density and all the different hormones. And it's really important that we are doing as much as possible in terms of weights and strength and stretching and giving us all the things that will help us move into, as you know, the next decades as we go. The more we're doing as we go along, and I don't mean, it, again, that it has to be all about like thrashing yourself to a point where you don't enjoy it. It's about finding something that is pleasurable, but also that is building your strength and making sure that you are able to move getting up and down off the floor and all those sorts of things you know Emma Wilson has taught me an awful lot about the importance of just trying to keep hold of some muscle mass and bone density and everything the more we can do to help ourselves as we as we keep going then we are fortunate enough as you said to get into our 80s or 90s and beyond then we're doing it well because we can get in it up and down out of our chairs and
0: well we all want to be able to pull our own knickers up don't we <laughs> when we're in our dotage and I'm evangelical absolutely Mindy about bone density and keep moving and if I if I'd known then what I know now I would have done things very differently you know, hitting my late 50s now and if I'd known about bone density earlier than I would have better bone density now. And I think the message that you're giving out, there are uh, many messages, but I think one of the most important ones is around keeping physically active, keeping your strength up because you will lose it if, if you don't use it. So that is so important. And what I love about movement in general is it takes you outside of your head. It's this thing sometimes where we can become very maudlin in thought processes and too fixated on screens and we are like kids. I mean you say to your children, no more screen time today, you need to go out. But you don't say it to yourself. You you're saying it while you're still on your own screen. So you're getting people out. You're getting people moving. You're getting people and especially women, because I see so many families where the kids are doing something and and maybe the men are doing something, but women are minding the coats. Uh, it's, that- it's
1: usually been the opposite way around, to be fair. And in, in, in our family circumstances, it's always it, well. More recently, particularly as the children, my children are twelve and ten, so they're just at the point where they want physical entertainment, and it generally is me that is the one nowadays taking them uh, on paddle boards as we have been every day this week during the school holidays and doing all the things on inflatables and jumping into the sea. But yeah, you know, you're right. And in general, it's it's women in their natural, I suppose, caring personalities and things that sort of make sure that everybody else is okay and generally don't look after themselves high up in the priority list. One of the biggest things that has been so popular this year with the end project is the dance challenge so we have so far learned how to dance michael jackson's thriller in four weeks and then flash mobbed for one of sue francis events for in front of 150 women and then we've just learned how to dance beyonce's all the single ladies And then another one that we're doing in October is learning to dance. This is me as in the greatest showman in four sessions. And what I'm finding is, is that, um, you know, different people are coming each time, which is fantastic because, you know, again, it's great for connection but people are getting so much from it. So it's growing a movement in itself is the dance challenge because it sells out really quickly and, you know, people have to be quite quick to get their place to the next one if they the returners and things because people are absolutely loving once a week having that um, hour and a half where they're stepping outside of life and all that that brings I literally focused so hard and tried to lose, I tried to work out these dance moves that this 20-something dance teacher who was absolutely brilliant with us, doing all of these hip thrusts and you know our pelvic floor won't move as fast as hers but she doesn't she doesn't give us any limitations literally we can do regardless of the fact that we're 25 years older than her we can do exactly what she's doing and we've had so much fun and the feeling of elation and connection at the end of four weeks when we've learned all these complicated moves and then at the end we've run through the whole thing and we're pretty well I haven't I'm not a natural dancer so I don't actually truly properly get there but it doesn't matter it's just it you know that it's just that elation that lack of thought about anything else other than trying to get these moves out it's it's just it's been it's been great that's one of the most popular popular things
0: does sound like a lot of fun I must admit I'd have to get over my myself to to do it but yeah but fair play to everybody for having a go and I can absolutely imagine what a laugh that you you all have and what a lot of strength and support you get from the connection to each other and I think as we go through life that becomes more and more important and and it can be something that's more and more difficult to attain in adulthood and then in midlife adulthood when you assume that a you can't start anything new you don't want to look stupid and people tend to have their friendship groups so to actually come outside of all of those different restrictors is is a liberation and i think anybody who is facilitating that is an inspiration. And Mindy, thank you so much. So where can people find out about the M Project?
1: So I'm on Facebook as a business page. It's the M Project 2021. And you can join the private Facebook group, which is free, which is the M Project movement, encouraging everyone to get involved. Um, Like I say, I'm hoping that there'll be something for everybody. And we'll keep as we obviously grow then we can all grow stronger and connect with more people i'm also on instagram as the M project 2021 you can see sort of snippets of the sorts of things that do do and get involved in but certainly um you get the full flavor if you come and join us in the M project movement
0: fantastic well wendy thank you so much and and what an inspiration thank you and thank you for having me on board thank you for listening I'd love to hear your feedback, so please drop me an email at anne at ifancan.com. Please also follow and rate the podcast. It makes a big difference. Thank you.